Amen. What a wonderful moment that is. Amen. When we see Jesus, and that is our uh, future. Amen. As Christian, and that's why we need to be happy. Amen. Because there will come a time that God will come again and uh, see us. Amen. And um, we'll have fellowship with our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. So. Thank you, Lord, for giving uh, me the grace to sing that song. And hopefully that in inspire our hearts. In the second stanza, I'd like to just quote this. Uh, Harvest will then be passed, we no longer gather. Only what's done for Christ is all that will matter. Amen. Remember 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58? Okay, that we have that verse that our labor is not in vain in the Lord. Our labor is not in vain in the Lord. So that's why it's very important that we are here in our church. We are serving the Lord, um, not only here in our church, in our family, and also in our society, in our community, uh, telling that we have Christ in our hearts, amen, sharing the good news. And um, praise be to God for this whole day, amen, that God has given to us. And we truly are so blessed this morning. Uh, for the message of God's word, amen, and also for the Sunday school that we had. It's truly, it is by the grace of God, that's why we are here, okay? And it's only by his grace that we can stand behind this pulpit, amen? And Brother Gilbert already experienced the nervousness, and uh, it, is, it is not easy, okay? It's not easy, but this is a privilege and opportunity of God given to, to us as servant of the Lord, to share the good news, to share the word of God. It is not us who teach the word of God or who, who explains the word of God. It is the Holy Spirit or it is God's word. We're not um, just inventing words, but it is uh, always coming from the word of God. So can I encourage uh, our congregation to please rise as we read uh, some uh, verses from the scripture and... Um, the title of our message is The Challenge of the Blessed Hope. The Challenge of the Blessed Hope. Okay. Uh, Titus chapter 2, verse 11 to 13. Titus chapter 2, verses 11 to 13. Okay, so are you there? So it's in the screen right now. So can we read all together? Titus chapter 2, verses 11 to 13. Read it now. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation had appeared to all men, teaching us that, denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. So let's have a word of prayer. Our gracious God, Heavenly Father, once again, we are here, Lord, in your house of worship, um, praising your name, Lord God, and we want to receive, Lord God, your instruction this afternoon. Lord, um, be with us, Lord God, in our hearts and in our minds, Lord. Help us, Lord, to understand your word, and we're asking, Lord, for the Holy Spirit to speak to us, Lord. Once again, to fill our hearts, O Lord God, with your word, that it will manifest, O Lord, and it will um, have a meaning, O Lord God, in our lives. Help us, O Lord, to live your word. Help us to be a doer of your word, O Lord God, and not hearers only. And we're asking, Lord, for thy grace, O Lord God. Forgive us, O Lord, from all the sins that we committed against thee. Cleanse our hearts, O Lord God, and make us empty, O Lord, so that we can be able to receive your word, O Lord, with gladness, with um, the things that you want us to do, O Lord God. Help us, O Lord, to always trust in you. Thank you, Lord, for who you are. Thank you, Lord, for our salvation. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. You may now be seated. Amen. amen. You know what? The word amen can be of help to us every time. Amen. 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 And we know that uh, amen, the word amen is in the word of God, okay? And the, the, what's, what's the meaning of 
Amen? I agree. So be it. Certainly. Verily. Okay? Uh, that's the truth. Okay? And um, when we say amen, it encourages the preacher amen. to preach long. Amen? <laughs> amen? And also, it will help us to be awake. Amen? So if your um, sitting, uh, a seatmate is uh, feel sleepy, shout amen so that they will be, you know. <laughs> okay? So that we are, uh, be attentive in listening God's word. Most especially this hour. <laughs> we know that this is unholy hour for us. <laughs> uh, we, are, we feel sleepy, but by the grace of God, amen, uh, we have this word of the Lord. And I uh, hope that it will inspire our hearts. Do you still remember um, the message that I shared last um, September, uh, September, I believe, 3rd? <laughs> Most definitely. No? Okay. Uh, I preach about God's people have a living hope. Oh, this oh. September 4th. I'm sorry. Sabado pala yan. Okay, Sunday, September 4th. God's people have a living hope. This talks about, in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3, this talks about the salvation that we have in Christ. Amen? Uh, what are the two points? I shared only two points on that. The death of hope and the revival of hope by the Jesus resurrection. That our salvation is um, a lively salvation. Okay? We have a lively hope in God. The disciples uh, were... Uh, in experience of the death of Christ. And their hope was, was uh, dead during those times that he was uh, in the tomb. But after three days, it revives their heart because the Lord overcome death. Amen? And by the resurrection of Christ. And we have the sense now of gathering because our Savior is alive. Amen? Our Savior is alive. Okay? And he truly in our hearts. So the next thing here uh, I would like to share is the challenge of the blessed hope. The challenge of the blessed hope. This talks about the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Are you excited about it? Amen. Excited about last September 22nd? I'm just kidding. Okay, if you know that as uh, prediction. <laughs> okay. But we know any time, okay, any hour, any second, God will come again. Yeah. Jesus will come again, okay? And certainly that will happen, okay? So as a way of our introduction in this book, we know that Titus is one of the uh, pastoral epistles of the Bible. It was written by Apostle Paul to the, the preachers, young preachers like Timothy and uh, Titus, as we can see here, Titus. Okay, first uh, Timothy and second Timothy are the pastoral one of the, or the pastoral species, and also Titus. Okay, and we can see the qualifications and the duties that the pastors has, and not only the pastors but all of the members in the church, uh, even um, different age, okay, group. They have the responsibility. So, as a way of our introduction, okay, believing that Christ was definitely returned in the immediate future, okay, a group of sincere people sold all their possessions, took their children out of school, and retreated to the mountains. As they waited in their white robes, they anticipating or uh, anticipated being the first to welcome the return, returning Lord. Okay? There were groups of people that literally did this. Okay? So you could write the rest of the story. It's just a history now. After weeks and months of waiting, they finally came down the mountain, disillusioned and in despair. They misinterpreted the challenge of the blessed hope. Okay? We're not going to mountains and wait for the Lord <laughs> there in the mountains. So Christ's return is not a challenge to speculate, but to serve. Amen? 
not to retreat, but to advance. It is a call not to leisure, but to labor. So I believe that it is not the end of our Christianity when we accepted Christ as our Lord and personal Savior. It's not, it's just the beginning of our spiritual life, spiritual living, Christian living. And we know that when we uh, receive Christ as our personal Lord and Savior, been born again and be uh, added to the family of God, now we need to grow in our spirituality. Okay, there's a process. There is a growth that, they, that you need to do. Or there is a uh, thing that we need to do to be, um, to be mature in our Christian walk with God. Amen? As you can see the babies, right? Okay? You have to nurture them. Okay? You have to take care of them. They are a uh, fragile one. Okay? They cannot uh, get their own milk. You have to give milk to them. And we know that in the Bible, as newborn babes, they have to desire the sincere milk of the word of God. They have to grow okay, in, their, in, their, in their spirituality. And um, uh, those who have the growth, they need to eat meat as well. right? Meat of the word of God. So in other words, the word of God is our spiritual food. Amen? The spiritual food that will make us strong as Christians. And you cannot live without the word of God. As Matthew chapter 4 verse 4. What is that verse says? Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. So it is important that we have our daily bread. It is important that we have our... Um, Attendance in our church. That's why this morning, uh, Pastor Sam, our senior pastor, emphasized about the attendance. Amen? And we have a good attendance this morning. And we have also good attendance this afternoon. Amen? Amen? And hopefully, we're going to have a good attendance on Wednesday. Amen? Amen? Amen. That's the challenge. And we need to keep doing that until the Lord will return. Okay? Until the Lord will come again. So, through Paul's letter to Titus, the blessed hope of Christ's return confronts us with threefold challenge. Okay, I would like to give you just three things. Amen? So, wala na nag amen Three things. Amen. So, the challenge of the blessed hope is the challenge of, first, a commission to be fulfilled. A commission to be fulfilled. Okay? A commission to be fulfilled. Titus chapter 1 verse 5. Let's take a look on that verse. Titus chapter 1 verse 5. For this cause left I thee in Crete, that thou shouldest set in order the things that are wanting, and ordain elders in every city as I had appointed thee. This, um, we know that Paul is a missionary. Okay? And Paul has a vision of, um, of going to other places, okay? Church planting. He has that kind of ministry. And uh, he's not staying in one place, but he's, okay, going to different places, all right? And he doesn't want that church not to have a leader or not to have a pastor. But he trained men after men to take care of the business of God. Okay, that's why here in verse 5, for this cause left I thee in Crete. Here is young Titus, okay, the preacher of God's word. And um, he is um, encouraging Titus to stay and do something for the Lord. All right? So we know that the places that uh, Paul went, okay? We, we have a lot of places. Um, he went to different places during his time. And one of the places here is Crete, the word Crete, or the place called Crete. It's a small island in the Mediterranean Sea. Had a large population of Jews, okay? The churches 
there were probably founded by Cretans Jews who had been in Jerusalem at Pentecost, according to Acts chapter 2, verse 11. More than 30 years before Paul wrote this letter. So someone, um, someone uh, shared the word of God there, implant the, the seed of God's word, and they have to harvest those, those, um, those fruits. Amen? And here now is Titus and Paul is um, doing the business of God there. And that place is just a small island, but it has different cities. Okay, as we can take a look on this verse, verse 5. For this cause left I thee in Crete, okay, that thou shouldest set in order the things that are wanting and ordain elders in every city. In every city. It is not just one city, but in every city. So, as we can see, the blessed hope of Christ's return has always challenged Christians to fulfill His commission. That's why we have this task, the Great Commission. Okay, We have our own Jerusalem, and we have also Judea and Samaria and other parts of the world. That's why we have mission conference. We are supporting missionaries because God gave us the Great Commission. Okay, Great Commission. So, the word left here implies that Titus was left behind intentionally in Crete to do a specific job. Okay, to do a specific job. Before Paul's departure, he told Titus to what to do. Now he puts it into writing. First thing that we can see here, that uh, Titus needs to do is to organize the ministry in Crete. To organize the ministry in Crete. As we can see here, the second phrase, that thou shouldest set in order the things that are wanting. Titus' task was to strengthen okay, the ministry of God. Okay? The ministry of God. I remember uh, uh, one time I shared about uh, the the life of Moses or the the leadership of Moses okay and if you would like to read let's take a look on these verses in Exodus chapter 18 Exodus chapter 18 verse 17 to 19 okay 17 to 19 there's a his father-in-law okay who's the father-in-law of Moses Jet, not Jeter, okay? Jet, Jetro. Okay, Jetro. Misan pinagkakamalan akong Jetro. It's easy to, to pronounce Jetro, okay? But Jetro is sometimes hard. So, Exodus 18, uh, chapter 18, verse 17 to 19, thou, uh, and Moses' father-in-law said unto him, the thing that thou doest is not good. Why? In verse um, 13, let's see, in verse 13. It came to pass on the morrow that Moses sat to judge the people, and the people stood by Moses from the morning until unto the evening. How many people that he needs to deal with? Okay, we know multitude of people, millions of people. Okay? So he needs to deal with their problems. Try to imagine you're alone doing that. Try to imagine Pastor Sam will deal millions of people in one day. After 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 that day, what would the face of Pastor Sam will look like? <laughs> it will collapse. Moses is doing that. And in verse 17, uh, his father-in-law um, saw that and he said the thing that thou doest is not good in verse 18 thou wilt surely wear away both thou and his people that is with thee for this thing is too heavy for thee thou art not able to perform it thyself alone that's the reality right that's the truth here he cannot handle them all 
So in verse 19, hearken unto now, hearken now unto my voice, I will give thee counsel, and God shall be with thee. Be thou for the people of God word, that thou mayest bring the causes of God. So, as we go along here in these verses, right, if you would like to read it for the sake of time in, in your homes, you will see the advice of his father-in-law, that he needs to delegate the task to others. Okay? So we, you have to listen to your fa father-in-law. Right? Those good advices. You need to, to, to heed. Amen? Amen? Amen. Amen. So, the task is great, the job is great, and we need people to help us out. Right. Amen? We need people to help us out. And we have a lot of examples in the Bible, like also when Joshua battled against um, their enemies, right? Uh, Brother Gilbert shared this last Sunday. Okay? Aaron and Hur was there, okay? helping Moses to, to raise his hand. All right? We need those kind of people to help out in our ministry. Okay? Our pastor will not do it alone by himself. Amen? Every ministry. Try to imagine he will do the special number. He will um, song lead. Okay? He will preach. And he will uh, pick up the people. Okay? And take the offering all by himself. So, magiging miserable yung buhay ng pastor, di ba? But praise be to God, amen, that we have wonderful organization here. Amen? That every uh, ministries we have in our church was dedicated to a leader, a chairperson. Amen? And every fellowship, we're helping each other out, carrying the burdens, carrying the load. Amen? And it's all only by the grace of God. So that's why Paul is encouraging Titus to do this, to strengthen the believers there. Because Paul doesn't want the ministry to be, to, be, to be out of God's will. Amen? He needs to do it. And Paul know, knew that Titus had a gift of administration. So Paul challenged him in the light of the blessed hope to organize the churches for fulfilling their maximum ministry. Amen? Maximum ministry. Okay? I'm, I'm so blessed uh, in the life of our um, emeritus pastor, late pastor, Pastor Max, about handling um, the ministry here. Amen? For many, many years. Amen? And our ministry is still here by the grace of God. And now, that's the difficult um, one to do is the transition of leadership. Okay? The transition of leadership. And we are so thankful that God uh, brought to this church Pastor Sam as our senior pastor. Amen? And what a blessing. And I always hear from Pastor Matthew that he was so thankful about it. This is the will of God. Amen? So, what a blessing. And that's the Dilemma of some churches right now. Some churches right now are dying because of sometimes the, 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 the leader of the church is too old and there's no successor. That's the, the reality that's happening. Where are the young people? Where are the next in line generation? And we know in the Bible, there's Moses, and after Moses, there's Joshua. But what happened after Joshua, who came into leadership? The judges. Pero hindi na siya different judges. All right? So, what a blessing it is that God is giving us wonderful leaders, amen? amen. That would stand that would help us to grow in our Christian walk with God. So do pray for your leaders. Amen. Do pray for God's leaders also. So not only to organize, but also to stabi stabilize. 
to stabilize, make, or become unlikely to give away or overturn. As we can see in Titus chapter 1, verse 10, For there are many unruly and vain talkers and deceivers, especially they of the circumcision. Okay? And he's talking about the believers <laughs> inside the church. So whose mouth must be stopped? Who subvert, or subvert whole houses teaching things which they ought not for filthy lookers sake. So there are dangers, or so danger of the false teachers. Was that they were trying to persuade Christians that they need more than Christ and more than grace in order to be saved. You need to do this, and you need to do that for you to be saved. And that's heresy. heresy. Okay? It's not in the word of God. It's only by the grace of God. Not of works. Lest any man should boast. Amen? Salvation is not of works. Okay? Salvation is only by the grace of God. And we have to have faith in Him. Okay? Have faith in Him. So, they were intellectuals from for whom the gospel was too simple and too good to be true. These people were unruly. They were like rebellious soldiers who refused to obey their commands. They refused to accept the guidance, the doctrine, and the leading of Christ in their church. So, we heard last Wednesday about the, the different kind of teaching, right? That is roaming around in the Philippines, okay? And we heard that. And we also have some, you know, uh, sharing with Pastor Sam about those kinds of happening, okay? And um, it's truly alarming us that these uh, people are teaching those kinds about receiving and accepting, okay? Uh, they make it um, complicated, but the plan of salvation is simple. <laughs> you just have to believe. Amen? You just have to trust God. And God has given us the free choice. Amen? God has given us the decision to trust God or to reject Christ. If you will receive Christ, then you will have salvation. If you reject Christ, then you will not have the gift of salvation. That's why it's a gift. Amen? Salvation is a gift. So if you will receive that gift, you will, you will have it. But if you will uh, reject that gift, you will not have that gift. So, so that is simple. Amen? But they made it complicated. So that's why we need um, really leaders who will stand against these false teachers. False teachers. And we are praising the Lord for our church. Amen? Our, our, our members are teaching the, the word of God. Amen? And by His grace only that we can be able to do that. Amen? It's only by His grace. That's why we need to pray for God's message. Amen? We need to pray for the right words to say before we preach. And sometimes it will, it, it will teach us first before we, we share it. It will rebuke us. We will see ourselves as we are in the mirror. That we can see our sin. That we can see that we are not worried about the word of God. Because God is holy. And who are we? We're just sinners saved by grace. But praise God we are willing. Amen? To share and to be of use of God. Amen? So that's the wonderful thing to do. Not only... Those points stabilize, organize, but to evangelize. Amen? Evangelize the world. So in verse 12, um, we can see here, one of themselves, even a prophet of their own, said, the Cretans are always, always liars, evil beasts, slow bellies. Okay? So there is a wonderful fact here. Knowing that it is this to be true, Paul does not say to Titus, leave them alone. Okay? But they are hopeless. Right? When we see people 
who are sinners, who are dead in sin, and they're, they're wicked. Sometimes we feel like, oh, wala nang pag-asa ata to. They're hopeless. It's hard for them to, to be saved because of their, their heart is so hard. They don't have even to listen to God's word. But Paul's encouragement here, Paul does, does not say to Titus, leave them alone, they are hopeless, but rather, he says, they are sinners and everyone know it. Amen? They are sinners and everyone know it. You go and tell them about Christ. Amen? You go and tell them about Christ. And we praise and thank God for our missionaries when they shared their testimonies. They were bad before. Amen? They were wicked before. They are sinners. Okay? They're in a, they are addicts. They are, they are um, doing bad things, bad, bad stuff. But when we, they, they met Christ, and there's a wonderful change in their life. Amen. There's a transformation. There's a turning point. Amen? Remember the, the, the preaching of Pastor Nalasado? Ay, Nalasado. That's Tenorio last, last Wednesday. The one that he shared? <laughs> the, the, the murderer? <laughs> what a wonderful illustration. Okay? That he said, buti na lang, hindi niya alam na ganun siya. He shared the word of God. Pero kung alam niya siguro, magdadalawang isip siya, no? For a blessing that God Use him to share the word of God to him, and that person got saved. And now he's a pastor, preaching the word of God. Yeah? He's not a murderer anymore, but God changed him. So what a blessing, isn't it? What a blessing to see those people change because of the word of God. And that's why also the word of God is also changing us. Amen? So to evangelize the world, to evangelize the world. So, secondly, Sana lang nag-amen. First point, it's done. Secondly, a conduct to be followed. A conduct to be followed. The word conduct, the manner in which a person behaves, especially on a particular occasion or in a particular context. So, a conduct to be followed. Chapter 2, Verse 1, but speak thou the things which become sound doctrine. Sound doctrine. We can see here verses after verses. Okay, Verse 1 and 2 relate to the doctrine and deportment, creed or conduct, belief and behavior. These are inseparable. The blessed hope of Christ's return binds them together. Notice the word sound doctrine in, in this instruction to Titus. Sound doctrine. This is the content of faith. Amen? Believers must be grounded in the truths of the scripture. Amen? That's why we have Bible study. We have devotion. We have uh, prayer meeting. We have preaching. Every time that we have fellowship, we need to hear the word of God. Okay? Every time that we have um, gatherings, the word of God is the main Main attraction, amen, of our gathering. Amen, Sister Hannah. So, believers must be grounded in the truths of Scripture. They won't be swayed by the powerful oratory of false teachers. False teachers are just around. We can see them, okay? We can hear and see them in the TV, Television, those preachers, okay? And it's uh, all over the place, right? In most churches, there are people of all ages. Amen? Like our church, okay? From baby to senior. This makes the church strong, amen? Nakakalungkod, no? Yung mga ibang church. Not to compare our church to others, but it's happening that there were no young people in their church. 
old people. As the missionaries are telling stories about their deputation, they, they visited a church like this and like that, that old people are still serving the Lord and no more young people. But here in our church, we have all ages. And what a blessing from God. Amen? What a blessing from God. So this makes the church strong, but it also brings potential for problems. Right? Because we have a need. Right? We have a need. Okay? I, know, I believe that there's no perfect church. If you join that church, it will not be perfect. Okay? perfect in church, and then if you will join that church, then it will not be perfect anymore. Okay? Because we're just sinners saved by grace. We are tend to 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 make some mistakes. Okay? But the grace of God is always there. Amen. If you ask for forgiveness, then God will forgive you. So Paul gave uh, Titus counsel on how to help various types of people. The older people should teach the younger. By words and by example. Right. Amen? So, specify ni Paul po dito. Seven specific groups are listed. The senior men. Okay, what is the starting age of a senior? 60. Okay? 60. I would like, uh, I, I would not you to... I would not to ask you to raise your hand, okay, if you're 60 up. But uh, I've learned that Brother Dennis Flores is um, celebrated his 60, 60th birthday. So senior, senior citizen, 60. Okay, I heard that last, last Friday in a Bible study. So senior men, that the aged men be sober, grave, temperate, Sound in faith, in charity, and in patience. So these are the qualities, characteristics that is encouraging us to do. Okay, sober, sensible, amen. Uh, in a solemn manner. Yung grave dito hindi po yung ano no. Yung nasa isip natin. But respectable. Okay, the meaning of that grave is respectable, temperate is to use moderation in all things and exercise self-control. Okay, sound in faith. This is speaks of the passing of time, making one's faith even is stronger, okay? Through their testimony, through their, through, through their, through, through, through their life. I was so blessed um, in the life of my dad and my mom, okay? And growing up as a young kid, okay, uh, we never actually understand what is, happening in our lives as being a Christian. Why is it there's a lot of difficulties as being a Christian when we grow up? Okay? But the blessing there, they never stop serving the Lord. They never stop serving the Lord. They set a good example for us to do. And he always um, shared that, ito lang yung kung sa inyo, mga anak ko. Diba? Yung paglilingkod nyo sa Panginoon. Paglilingkod nyo sa Panginoon. Rain or shine, we are in the church. We even walk um, to go to church. Okay? Because we don't have money to have a tricycle fare. Okay? We even walk. Okay? We walk in the morning and we walk at night going back and forth to the church. Remember that when we were in the Panampunan? Pastor Sam, di ba? Umadaan po kami sa liris ng tren. Nilalakad po namin papunta sa church. Papunta doon sa school. Sometimes din namin maintindihan yun. But, we're just following them. Kasi pag hindi kami sumunod, wala pagkain. <laughs> hindi kami kakain. Okay? At saka may palo pagdating sa bahay. You don't follow, you have follow up. <laughs> the rod of correction. The rod of correction. Sabi ko, sa misis ko, yung about the rod of correction. So, sabi ko, don't use your hand to spank your daughter. 
you just have to pick a stick use a stick I say mas yung stick <laughs> because uh, sometimes if you do that in the in the little child they will do that to others as well they will um, misinterpret that, that the hand is for palo for using to 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 chase or but but if you have the rod and this is in the bible right then yun ang katakutan niya hindi yung kamay mo So, sabi ko, gamitan mo ng ganun. Pero minsan, di namin magkita, tinatago ni Hana. <laughs> Magaling siya. Okay, so, senior men. Senior men. Not all, only sound in faith, but also in charity. Means that love should increase with age. In patience. Amen? Also, so senior woman, not only the men, but the men, the aged woman, likewise, that they be in behavior as becoming holiness, not false accusers, not maritest, not given much to wine, or teaching of good things. Their behavior and conversation should be a lesson for a younger man and woman. Amen. That's why we're so glad in our church there's a wonderful teaching of the ladies okay uh, setting a good example to the next generation of our church how about the younger woman okay younger woman verse 4 that they may teach the younger woman to be sober to love their husband and to love their children um, to be discreet chase keepers at home good and i love this obedient to their own husbands. Yeah. Is that right? It's in the Bible. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Obedient to their own husbands. So it's clear now. <laughs> All right. That the word of God be not blasphemed. Okay? So what a wonderful uh, sight to see or verses to look upon. Okay? So, so memory verse na ng mga younger men yan. <laughs> young men but the younger men here we can see young men likewise exhort to be sober-minded okay and verse 7 we have here christian leaders in all things showing thyself a pattern of good works in doctrine showing uncorruptness gravity in verse 8 sound speech that cannot be condemned that he that is on the contrary part may be ashamed having no evil thing to say of you. Okay? So, we can see the Christian leaders, if you want to be effective, you, you need to, it must be backed up by the witness of their own lives. Amen? Amen. Your testimony, okay? Yung ating pong ginagawa para po sa Panginoon. Here, Paul deals with leaders' motives, manners, and message. Motives, manners, and message. And also, in verse 9 and 10, we can see here the Christian workers. Exhort servants to be obedient unto their own master and to please them well in all things. Not answering again. Not for loining, but showing all good fidelity. Okay, That they may adorn the doctrine of God, our Savior, in all things. Okay? You see the life of Joseph in the Bible? Diba? Joseph the dreamer in the Bible. His life was really hard, difficult, but God blessed him because he has that kind of servant's heart. Okay? God put him into the pedestal to be a leader of Egypt. He's not an Egyptian, but he became a leader in Egypt. Second to, second to Pharaoh. Try to imagine his position because he's willing to do his task no matter what, faithfully. Okay? Nakulong pa nga siya because of accusation. 
All right? But he willingly did his part. Okay? Obeying their master and doing the will of God in his life. So the Christian worker is to be obedient, efficient, respectful, honest, and faithful. And we cannot do it by our own strength, our own self. We need the grace of God. Amen? We need the grace of God to be a good testimony. And also, Christian citizens, in chapter 3, verse 1, put them in mind, Titus chapter 3, verse 1, put them in mind to be subject to principalities and powers, to obey magistrates, to be ready to every good work. Amen? So the fruit of our salvation is doing good work. Right? It's not the basis of our salvation. Right. Doing good work and then you will be saved. No. It is the fruit of our salvation. The product of our salvation is doing good work. Amen? So in verse 2 here, to speak evil of no man, to be no brawlers, but gentle, showing all meekness unto all men. So this passage mentions six qualifications for a good citizen. Or citizen. He is to respect authority. Kahit sino man po yung dinala ng Panginoon, inupon ng Panginoon, respect natin. We have to pray for that leader, right? In our government, in our church, Kahit saan man po institution nandun, we have to respect and pray for the authority. He is to carry his load, his own load. Okay, we have to work faithfully. Okay, he is to guard his lips. All right. So we have to be careful on what we say, what we 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 tell. All right. So it's only by um, his grace always, or let have to. To, to speak with grace when we open our mouth. Because we know that this part of our body is a little part, but it can cause fire, right? It can cause fire. It can destroy lives. Okay? A lot of leaders just saying the word, then, diba? Minsan, magkakaroon na ng war. So, we have to be careful on our words. He is to guard his lips. He is to be gracious. He is to be kind. He is to be gentle. So, it's only by his grace na magagawa po natin. Yes. Amen? Amen? And lastly, Amen. Whew, na tayo. Lastly, a contrast to be finished. A contrast to be finished. Titus chapter 3, verse 3, For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish. Okay? Disobedient, deceived, serving diverse lusts and pleasure, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. But in verse 4, But after the, that the kindness and love of God our Savior toward man appeared, not by words of righteousness which we have done, but according to His mercy He saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost, which he shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior. That being justified by His grace, we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. And verse 8, this is a faithful saying. And these things I will that thou affirm constantly that they which had believed in God might be careful to maintain good works. These things are good and profitable unto men. Verse 3 to 4, Paul reminds us of the contrast between our lives before and after salvation. Okay? Is there any difference? Before and after salvation. In verse 5 to 7, Paul tells, uh, Paul tells us how we are saved. It is only by the grace of God we are saved. Amen? And verse 8, he challenged us to finish the work that has begun in us when we were saved. When we were saved. Our life here on earth is not yet done, finished. While we're still alive, we need to do something for God. Amen? That's why we, God brought us here, because 
He has a plan. He has a purpose. Okay? He has a mission. Amen? And we have this great commission that we need to do. So as we go along and pray for our mission conference, let's be ready. Let's be sensitive to the, to the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. When God spoke to us or speak to us that we need to do or about the missions, then we, we need to be ready to be of use of God. Amen. Earlier, Paul, as a way of our conclusion, earlier, uh, earlier, Paul assured that the Philippian Christians, in Philippians chapter 1, verse 6, being confident of this very thing, that which, that he which had begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. There is a marked contrast between before and after of salvation. Now the challenge to carry the contrast that began at salvation to its logical conclusion. What is that? Christian maturity. Christian maturity. We need to grow in our Christian walk with God and we need to be mature. Okay? We need to be mature. Hindi lang yung nakarinig tayo ng hindi nating gusto, then matitisod na tayo. We need to take heed to the word of God, relying on God's word. And the encouragement of God's word, we have, you know, our, our leaders, our, 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 our co-believers here, they are not perfect. Amen? They can make mistakes. But the blessing is that we have to look to the one who does not make any mistake. Amen? It's no other than the Lord Jesus Christ. He is our best example. Amen? In endurance, in his service, okay, in servanthood, he is our best example. His behavior, right? Imagine if he's um, angry at the cross. Right? While he was hanging there, he was um, in a high blood tune. Right? He will not go and die on the cross if, if God cannot control himself or even his emotion during that time. But you know what? He did it all for us. He did it all for us. Philippians chapter 1, verse 9 to 10. And this I pray that your love may abound yet more and more in knowledge and in all judgment, that ye may approve things that are excellent, that ye may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ. Amen? Till the day of Christ. Jesus Christ is coming soon. Amen? Jesus Christ is coming soon. But while we are waiting for his coming, we need to serve him. We need to serve him faithfully and preparing ourselves to meet our God, our Savior. And uh, we have to walk um, in his light. Amen? We need to carry the light. And let the word of God shines through us. So let's have a word of prayer. Gracious God, Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for this message. I know, Lord, there's uh, something that we can get from this message and help us, Lord, to, to, um, to realize, oh Lord God, that you are good in our life, Lord. You want us to be a servant of yours. You want us to serve you, Lord God, in a way that we're going to be effective. And forgive us, Lord, for many times that we're not doing our part. Forgive us, Lord, that sometimes we are hard-headed, Lord God, about our life. We commit um, a lot of um, sin and mistakes, Lord. But we're still here, oh Lord God. And we can, you can still use us, O Lord. And thank you for, for every opportunities that you are given to your children, Lord. And we have to grab every opportunities, O Lord God, because this is the thing that will matter in heaven. 
the things that we are doing here for thee. We can see it in heaven. Our good works, the souls of men, O Lord. Our performance as your children. And Lord, our life should be grounded by your word. Help us, O Lord, to grow. Help us, O Lord, to be a good testimony. Help us, O Lord, that the world might see Christ in us and use us, O Lord, for their salvation. Thank you, Lord, for this message. And while you are praying, I would like to ask Pastor Sam. Please come. We'll just give you a short opportunity, brief time to uh, think about what we've heard today. And we're thankful for the message. Thank God for Pastor Jeter for sharing that song, inspiring song about the coming of the Lord and this wonderful message of how to uh, present ourselves before God before we meet Him. You know what? Um, it matters where we look at, isn't it? in this life somebody says when we look inward we can be depressed when we look outward we can be distressed but when we look upward we will be at rest Hebrews 12 2 also declares looking unto Jesus the author and the finisher of our faith something to always look forward to as a Christian but the question today is what do we look for in this life let's look unto the Lord amen Let's look up to Him to strengthen us. Let's look up to Him to serve Him with all our heart, to love Him with all our heart and by His grace. One of these days, we'll be at rest when we meet Him face to face. That's why it's a blessed hope. There's certainty. There's a guarantee it will happen. It's a, it's a living hope. It's a lasting hope. It's a loving hope from our Savior. So whatever you are praying right now or you're going through, give it unto the Lord. And this is a wonderful passages of Scripture we've studied today. My heart is blessed. Looking for that blessed hope. And what a glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. And while we wait for His coming, while we watch for His coming, we need to work, we need to worship, we need to just be count worthy, amen, of the calling that He has set before us. And that's our heart's desire as God's people is that we'll hear those sweet and wonderful words coming from the Lord after our journey is over, our day is done, our work is done will hear those faithful commendation from God. Welcome thou good and faithful servant. Enter thou with joy into my kingdom. That should be our prayer and heart's desire today. Lord, thank you for what you've taught us today, what you've reminded us. Thank you, Lord, for the life of Apostle Paul. Thank you for his letters to Titus, to Timothy, his son in the faith that we can glean wonderful truths and encouragement today thank you lord that in this life we never walk the christian life by ourselves you are constantly walking beside us and thank you lord for that that you are truly a personal god a personal savior a personal friend thank you lord that when man fails us when outside authorities fail fail us lord or even ourselves, we fail our own selves with our expectation. We can always look at Jesus, who is perfect, who we can always count on. We can always look at his word for guidance and, and strength and uh, nourishment, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you will never fail us. Never once you failed us yet, Lord, in our walk with you. It's us, Lord, who really fails you and are, uh, falls short, Lord. But we thank you, Lord, that your grace is always there, your mercy, your compassion, your loving kindness. And you are always there to pick us up and restore us and bring us back to the fold, so to speak, and give us another opportunity 
to serve you and to live for you and to walk by faith with you. Thank you, Lord, for those assurances from this lesson. Help us now, Lord, to uh, internalize what we heard. Most of all, be able to do it, exercise it in our daily lives, share it to others, and continue, Lord, to give us those wonderful truths, Lord, to be able to, Lord, to express uh, the coming days, Lord, what you've uh, allowed us to learn and listen and heard throughout the whole day today. And we give you all the glory, honor, and praise, Lord, for what you've taught us, for the sweet teaching and fellowship of the Holy Spirit and the brethren in this place today. Forth in Jesus' name we ask and pray. Amen and amen. <laughs>